Do you look at your mountain of goals and feel stuck? Or have you already achieved great things and yet you know there's still more? Then you've come to the right place. We're here to offer practical tools and tangible strategies to change your mindset. And challenge you to produce a life beyond the norm. I'm Nate. I'm Laura. Welcome to the Transcendence Podcast. of a series called The Seven Challenges We All Face. And this week we are talking about number three, disconnection. So Nate, tell us about what disconnection is. So disconnection is going to be any time that you may be physically present, but you're not emotionally and mentally present. You're disconnected from where you're at. People, it's really easy to, to see physical disconnection, and most people don't struggle with that. That's why we don't talk about that as much, because physical disconnection is just, hey, show up, right? That's easy. The harder thing is the mental connection and the emotional connection and being present and being 100% there when you're there. So when you're coming home from work, if you had a bad day at work, are you bringing in some of those emotions? Are you still mentally at work? Are you still emotionally at work? Or are you saying, okay, that's over. I'm going to be 100% invested and 100% present with my family and vice versa. If you had an argument with your wife, are you carrying that into work? Are you going to be 100% mentally and 100% emotionally at work? You know, wherever you go, you want to make sure you're 100% present there. The worst thing is like when when somebody's constantly like on their phone, like, oh, I'm here, you know, but if you went out to dinner, just you and your wife, and you're on your phone the whole time playing, whether you're answering emails, answering other people, you're not there, right? You're physically there, but you're not mentally there. Right, your mind is somewhere else. And what this does is this this breaks down the connection between you and yourself, you and the people that you're with, and you and the environment or the community that you're in. People can see it and you start to lose respect. You start to lose credibility. You start to lose the intimacy with those people. You start to break down relationships. And even people that aren't with you or people that aren't necessarily one-on-one with you, you still lose that respect because they see what you're doing. It's very obvious. It's very easy to see. So let's remember that in order to be effective, wherever you're at, whether you're working on your goal, whether you're working on your marriage, whether you're working with your kids, spending time with them, you're at work. In order to be effective, you have to be connected. You have to be 100% present. Disconnection and effectiveness do not go hand in hand. You become extremely inefficient. You become extremely ineffective, and you're not able to accomplish things as well as you could or go as far as you could. You're going to do subpar. You're going to do just enough to get by or less. You're never going to go above and beyond. You're never going to exceed you know, people's expectations. You're never going to see the agreements that you have with people and you're never going to wow people and make a memorable connection with somebody. You know, if you're, you're never going to have that connection with your employees underneath of you or your coworkers that are on the same level as you, or even your bosses or even your customers. If you're directly seeing customers, you're never going to have that connection with your kids or your wife because you're never there. Yeah, you might be physically there, but you're pulled out and something's taking up your mind, your emotions, and something else is pulling you away. You're disconnected from that. And the other thing is a lot of times we get caught up in trying to get so much done. And to be honest, hurry is the direct enemy of intimacy. When you're rushing through things, you're not only showing up less than, you're not only doing the bare minimum or less, you're also, like I said, breaking down that intimacy with with those people. I 
think now more than ever, we live in a day and age where this has become more difficult. You know, we, our phones are integrated to our every, into our every single day. It's a part of our routine. We get up, we contact people. A lot of us work from our phones. We're checking emails. We're getting on Instagram. We're getting on Facebook, all the social media. We're checking the news, checking the weather. It is a part of our day to day. And so a lot of the times it can become just like another person in our life, right? So we're so connected to this that we become disconnected to the people around us. I struggle with this so much and I know that I definitely can get better in this area. The other thing is, is that we all know that it is praised when we are in a rush and hurrying and getting stuff done and working hard and hustling, you know, and getting the things crossed off our list. And yes, it's good to work hard. That's all good. That's not what I'm saying. But at the same time, there is something so good about slowing down, getting your work done, but slowing down and being present in your work, being present, you know, while you're cleaning up a room with your child, whatever the the thing that you're working through is, taking a moment to slow down and create a memorable experience while you're doing it. Yeah, so let's talk about the ways to overcome this disconnection. Because a lot of us find ourselves disconnected and don't know how to get reconnected. It's very difficult to get reconnected and usually fall into one of these three categories. So the first one is going to be the antidote to disconnection is solitude. You need to set aside time for yourself. So the first thing is the antidote to disconnection is solitude. It's setting aside time for yourself. It's setting aside time to just pause. It's all with all everything going on, all the hustle, everything that you have to accomplish in a day. It's setting aside a certain amount of time, whether it be five, 10 minutes per day and just pause. Whether If you pray, pray. If you don't, meditate. Just take a moment to just control your breathing, sit in silence, sit with your eyes closed, and just fully connect with yourself. Be just extremely present. Blank your mind out. Don't think about anything. Your mind will start to wander. Halt it. Make it just focus on just your breathing and just being present on where you're at, not what you're about to go into, not what you just came out of. Just where are you at? See, because it's oftentimes said that people that look to the future and people that are stuck in the future are anxious, and people that are stuck in the past are depressed. So... Being present is the only way to achieve true joy and enjoy where you're at and what you're doing. So it's so important to, yes, look at the future and say, I want to accomplish that, but stay in the present. Stay your connection in the present. As you progress, your connection progresses towards that too. Don't just jump to what you could have in the future. The second thing is, like Laura said, slow down. A lot more time to do things. Because what happens for most of us is we say, okay, well, I want to get all this done. We get all of it done and we're like, wow, okay, I feel like... I'm exhausted. I feel like Mm -hmm. I I hated that day, right? You got so much done, but yet you're still not happy because you hated it. And it's because you didn't slow down to enjoy the time in the moment. You know, getting dinner with your wife shouldn't be, hey, where can we get in the fastest and get back out the fastest? No, it should be like, hey, where do you want to eat? If we have to wait 30 minutes, let's wait together. Let's be present together. We sit down to eat. Let's take our time and eat, not no, let's skip dessert because we have to get home. No, let's let's extend it out as long as until they kick us out of here. <laughs> spend more time in everything that you're doing. If you want to spend time with your kids after work and you normally say like, okay, well, I spend 30 minutes with them and then we get them down for bed. Have them stay up 30 minutes later. Spend an hour with them. And if they fall asleep early, they fall asleep early, but at least you're not rushing through spending time with them. At least you're not just getting going through the motions. Change up the motions and enjoy the process just as much as you enjoy the end result. And for both of these, one and two, set aside technology. Instead of disconnecting yourself from your family, disconnect yourself 
from everything else going on. Turn off your phone. Turn off social media. Be present with the people that you're with. Because to be honest, you can't be connected with both. You have to choose one to disconnect from. And it's so easy to go towards all the outside stuff and not be present with the people that you're with. But it's so much more harmful to do that. There's no harm to disconnecting yourself from social media for two hours when you're home. There's no harm from turning off your email for two hours when you're home. Be present with the people that you're with. The third thing, and this is actually the one, Laura said she struggles with disconnecting from the technology side of things more so. I actually struggle with this one the most, and it's address the emotion that is replacing joy. Typically what happens is we're angry about something, we're sad about something, or we're scared of something. And what that does is that draw that gets us stuck in our mind and pulls us away mentally from where we're at. And obviously pulls us away emotionally too, because let's be honest, if you were extremely happy and you were extremely joyful in that time, your mind would be right there, right? We're running from something or distracted by something. So it's not allowing us to experience the joy. So you need to address whatever emotion you're distracted by. If it's sadness, sadness is something is coming to an end. You're going to lose something. Okay. Is it something that you can prevent losing? Prevent losing it and be present. If it's not, It's something that you just have to grieve through and grieve through as fast as you can, but make sure it's effective so then you can be now effective and connected. Go grieve and come back. Don't try to grieve and be present at the same time because it's not going to work. Go grieve on whatever you need to grieve about and come back. If it's fear, fear is something that hasn't been addressed yet. Well, if it can be addressed, go address it. You know, if you're scared the stove's on and you're downstairs playing with your kids, go check the stove. It sounds so dumb, but we do it with other things that are just as easy to address. If you can't address it, lean into your faith, lean into your belief, lean into your confidence that you're going to get it done. You know, if you're scared about an upcoming project coming up at work because you don't know how it's going to go, well, make sure you have enough research, there's enough preparation, and then just believe in yourself and be present with your family. Don't try to be present with your family and be worrying about that. If you need more time to work on that, say, hey, I want a lot this much time. That way when I'm with you, I can be with you. And then the one for me, the most is anger. Um, it goes back to our Enneagram types. It's, a, it's the easiest one for me to fall into. And usually it's just because I want something to change. You know, whatever it may be, I want something to be different than it is. And it's distracting me from being present where I'm currently at. And the way to overcome that is ask yourself first, can this be changed by me? If it can, go change it and then come back and be present. If it can't, then you're just feeding an unhealthy anger that's never gonna change, so there's no point. Just let it go and be present. You have to address these these different emotions of anger, sadness, and fear, because like I said, they're gonna directly just pull you out mentally, pull you out emotionally, and yeah, you might physically be there and you might not be on your phone, but you can just tell the, the spirit, the soul of that person is not there. They're, somebody, they're somewhere else, they're distracted, and they just look blah, they look like a walking zombie. And you're not able to create memories and you're not able to create that intimacy with the people around you and the environment around you. And you're not able to be effective as a leader and as a member of the community that you're in. So let's do this. Let's take time for yourself. Let's set aside a, a private time for yourself slow down everything else that you're going on, adjust your calendar to give bigger time slots for everything. And let's address the the emotions that are distracting you from joy. This way you can be present. And when you're present, you can start to lean into your best self and your most effective self. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. We hope that you've learned something new, that you feel challenged and are inspired to live a life beyond the norm. If something in this episode stuck out to you, be sure to screenshot the podcast, post it on Instagram and tag us in it. 
let us know what captivated you. And speaking of Instagram, we would love to connect with you and let you be the first to know about our new episodes and exciting updates. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or review. This will allow us to expand our reach and let others know that they can benefit from this podcast as well. We appreciate you spending your time with us and we can't wait to be with you again soon. Join us next time as we continue to live a life beyond the norm.